Hello, you're listening to the Unleash Your Extraordinary podcast. I'm Jess Ratcliffe. Thank you for being here. In today's episode, we're talking about how you can move from feeling like you're floating through life to feeling focused on where you're going. And it's my intention to help you today achieve clarity on where you're heading, whether that's the big vision or a change you want to make today, so that you can feel full of purpose and intentional with how you're spending your time and energy. Because let's think about it for a second. When we feel unclear, when we're not sure where we're going or what we're working towards, when our clarity feels cloudy and like we can't see through almost this foggy window that we can't see through, it can leave us feeling like we're aimlessly floating through life you know, wandering without a clear sense of direction or purpose. And I really think of this like, you know, the classic example of putting in a destination into a sat-nav. Even the action of doing that, you know, if you think back to the last time you were in a car or finding your way with City Mapper or Google Maps, even the action of putting in your destination all of a sudden gives you a sense of purpose as to where you're going. There's many different ways to get there and routes to take. It might involve walking, a bus, a car, you know, building out the metaphor here, but you know where you're going. You can take your time or you could rush, but ultimately you know where you want to be and probably have a sense of by when. And if we think of then the opposite, if we were to be in the center of London or to get into a car and not know where we're going, we would just feel like we're aimlessly walking around or driving around. And yes, on one hand, that's freeing and fun for a moment, but to carry that through our days, our weeks, our months and our years can get tired quite quickly and leave us feeling like we're not moving forward, but perhaps instead moving in circles, which makes complete sense. Because without the gravitational pull that comes with putting in our destination and getting clear on where we're heading? How are we meant to know which paths to say yes to or no to, which steps to take or not take, and how to spend our time and energy? And so if you're listening to this and thinking, shit, Jess, I think I've been aimlessly going through day to day, week to week, Here are some things that might help you identify whether that's true and true for you. You know, does it feel like you're going in circles? Do you notice that maybe there's a cycle of time where you start out, you've got all the gusto, and then before you know it, you're back to the beginning and having to sort of resurrect your to-do lists or your roadmaps or your ideas? You know, does it feel like you're wandering rather than feeling clear on the path you're taking and it doesn't mean like the the feeling clear versus wandering doesn't mean that you're not enjoying the journey you know the wandering sort of comes with a sense of being able to if we imagine walking through a park you know taking in the surroundings and enjoying the sound of the birds that doesn't go away it's just that you know where you're ultimately ending up rather than feeling like you're constantly stepping into the unknown. So does it feel like you're going in those circles? Does it feel like, again, using our park analogy, that you come back round and it's 
a sense of, hey, I've been here before, a sense of it feeling quite cyclical in your growth rather than moving forward? And does it feel like you are going slower than you feel comfortable doing, but because you're not sure where you're going, so you don't have the fuel of that, the fire of purpose behind you to spark new ideas, to bring up possibilities in terms of, hey, let's go discover that avenue or that path, which is still moving us forwards, moving us towards the destination, but allows us to see new opportunities and avenues to explore on our way. And maybe you feel frustrated. Maybe there's a sense of wanting clarity, wanting to have this clear destination that you're working towards, but maybe it feels like the goalposts are forever moving. Or even you might have a vision, but the frustration is that actually it doesn't excite you. It doesn't spark that fire. So it feels like as you're working towards it, it's a bit of a slog. It's a struggle because you're embarking on a journey that you don't really want to go on. You're walking down a path that is taking you to the destination that actually isn't the one you want to arrive at. It's maybe something that's come from others or from what you feel you should be doing. I was doing big air quotes there but it's not the destination that sets your soul on fire and would have you sprinting towards the destination. Obviously not without enjoying the process, but it gives you that sense of pace and speed and urgency in the positive sense, rather than a resistance towards a destination you don't really want to land at. So with those thoughts in mind, and building on last week's episode where we looked at why you might be struggling to feel clear on your vision. And maybe that's more to do with the fears, right? The fears that can limit our imagination because we're scared about putting our head above the parapet. We're scared about stepping out there, being bold, owning our vision and it not working or it really working and the changes that we'll have to make to become the person who makes it work or even the judgment of others, which we covered last week. You know, the fear that, who am I to step out and do this? Who am I to pursue my boldest vision? What would others think? You know, what would they think if I talk about this or I start taking up this hobby or doing these actions? You know, so often we're kept back, we're limited and our wings are clipped because we care too much about what other people think. And so I wanted to build on that. I wanted to build on why might we be leaving our destination undefined? Why might it be something that deep down you know you want to work towards? Deep down you know the exciting destination that you have in mind, but there might be a few reasons as to why it's yet to be defined. Why it's something that you're yet to put pen to paper about or to speak out into the world and to pump into your Google Maps or your satnav with the absolute purpose and intention of reaching that destination. And when I think about this, you know, it might be maybe you've had a crystal clear vision in the past. Maybe you've gone through this. Maybe you've pumped in your destination. 
you were so crystal clear about it and you were so certain that it was going to happen, but it didn't. Maybe you're burnt. Maybe the experience of doing this has previously taught you that, hey, it doesn't work. We've done this before. We've been really crystal clear on where we're going. We've shown up, we've given our all, and it didn't work out. Maybe that's an experience that has taught you not to do this again. Or maybe you've reached your destination. Maybe you set yourself the destination that you're currently standing in, and so it feels like you've reached this point of plateau, of getting there, of reaching it, and therefore being in it, but also forgetting to set what's next. And I don't mean this in a way of rush, 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 achieve one thing onto the next, but more setting something that excites you, that allows you to take the experience you've had of getting from where you were to where you are now and to turn the volume up on that in becoming who you want to be next. You know, when we look back at how much we've evolved to be who we are today, imagine what would be possible. Imagine the growth that would happen between now and your future destination. Maybe also as another option, you're content with where you are. Maybe your soul isn't on fire, but hey, like who are you to have a bright, bold, world-changing vision for yourself? Who are you to step above the parapet? So maybe there's something where you're content enough that it doesn't require change. But actually, you know deep down, you've got so much more to give. And you know what I would say to all of those things, you know, purposely, they're sort of a bit edgy, right? Of we've previously had a crystal clear vision and it hasn't worked out. So our brain tells us not to do it again. Or we've reached our destination and we've we're coasting, we've taken a break, we've hit the pause button, we've forgotten that actually life is a constant evolution and we can keep growing. We don't stop just because we've reached, air quotes again, our destination. Or maybe you are content, which if that content is actually a happiness and joy, that's incredible, that's what it's all about. But if that content is more coasting, maybe there's more to give. And maybe what's holding you back from giving that is a sense of who are you to have the bold vision that you do? Who are you to want more than you currently have, right? You know, that classic where we hear that most would be over the moon to have what we have, or we're so lucky to do what we do. But if you want more, you are welcome to more. You are so worthy of the vision that you have. You are so capable of making it happen that if something is telling you there is more, that's the signal to find out what that more could be and to trust that you will become the person who makes that more a reality. So let's move into defining that more. I have three techniques I'd love to share with you to help you start defining your destination, start getting clarity on where you're heading so that you can move from feeling like you're floating through life to feeling focused on where you're going and excited to get there. And actually looking back at them, these three techniques perfectly land in the future, the present and the past. 
So we'll start with the future technique. And this is, a, all of these are really a journaling one. So you might find it helpful to listen to this through and then come back when you're in a space where you can have a notebook and a pen so that you can capture what comes up for you. So let's start with the future technique. What if you had 10 years? What if you knew that in the next 10 years you could create anything that sets your soul on fire. Seeing that 10 year you, what are they up to? What have you achieved? How have things changed? How do you look? What's evolved? What's shifted? What impact have you had? What muscles, metaphorical, have you built? How do you feel when you walk around the world? Where are you living? What work are you doing day to day? What's making you smile? And what is setting your soul on fire? Allow yourself really through that lens of 10 years, and I choose that intentionally for two reasons. One, as you may know, after my diagnosis, that was the lens that I used for myself of just that prompt of what if I have 10 years? And I won't go down that rabbit hole now, but it's something I've spoken about before, but also because 10 years is enough where it feels long enough that we don't have to bog ourselves down in super specifics. You know, we can start to see broader sort of brushstrokes of the image that we might be painting that we can fill in from there. But so often when we do feel unclear, the sort of task of moving from foggy to crystal clear can feel quite tricky and overwhelming. So rather than going into like the micro details, focusing on 10 years is enough time that it allows you to think big and to get those big brushstrokes down, but without having to get sort of caught in the weeds of the detail. And so with this exercise and with a notebook and pen, let yourself dream up all of the things that would absolutely have you smiling from the inside out in 10 years time. You know, visually transport yourself to you in 10 years and put yourself in that vision as you walk through your world. You know, who's around you? What have you achieved? What do you look at as what you've built and how you've grown? How are you celebrating your successes? You know, really feel out all of the images and the feelings and emotions that you can and draw them out onto the page and let yourself capture anything that instinctively comes up. Remember that this can just be our sort of first pass of getting the brush strokes down and then we can come back and whittle it down into anything that we want to iterate on or remove if it actually doesn't feel right when we read it back and sit with it again and again. But this is just an idea to sort of capture that future vision and to go from feeling quite foggy and unclear to getting a little bit of shape, a little bit of structure to then build on from there. So then technique number two is the present. And I call this focus on the joy. So this is helpful if it's something like right now that you want to make a change. 
you know, that you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling like you're floating through and you want to do something today, this week to feel like you're moving forward. So what I'd love you to do is just take a bit of an audit, look back maybe over the last month or three months or year, whatever feels right to you, and think about what brings me joy. Like what do I, what have I done in the last week, month, year that really lit me up? And how can I do more of that today? How can I focus my energy on doing what brings me joy and in bringing joy to what I do that it feels like it changes something today? And again, that's one to sit with. If nothing immediately springs to mind, that's okay. Just almost wear it like a pair of lenses around your world and harness that question and intention of joy to track it down a little bit, you know, to start to see, oh yeah, actually I really enjoyed that. That's going down on my list. Or wow, I didn't enjoy that. That's definitely not going on my list. And use it to sort of whittle down and just notice, become aware of what brings you joy so you can intentionally choose to create more of that. And the last one is looking back. So this is about harnessing the past to choose what you want to create in the future. And I call this one, it's very much inspired by the Steve Jobs Stanford speech. And I call this one connecting the dots. So again, when I'm working with my clients, a lot of the time when we're thinking about what their big vision is, we really want to tap into what are their superpowers, right? What has happened in their experience that they've survived or created or learnt that they could harness for their future? And so as an example of myself with connecting the dots looking back, a big part of what I do and of my coaching methodology is grounded in product development. And that's a massive chapter of my past. So it was a big dot for me You know, it was almost a decade long dot of building products. But without that dot connected to my diagnosis dot and the wake up call around the urgency and importance of fulfilling our potential, without connecting those two, I don't think I'd be doing what I do today. And so the technique here or the exercise to journal on is to identify your dots. What are the dots of your experience looking back that when connected will be your superpower looking forward. What's an experience or a situation that you've come through, that you've survived or experienced that you could help others with? What's something you've learnt that you might be able to share with others? Or what's something that looking back feels so unique to you and your journey, your story, that actually mixing that dot with another dot of your experience combined together would make for just pure magic in what you do now or what you could build towards doing in the future. I hope those techniques spark some incredible ideas that excite you and add some clarity to the destination towards which you're heading. And I'll leave you with an invitation. If today's episode has resonated, and you're feeling like you're so ready to move from floating through to feeling intentional and purpose-driven towards that destination, I would love to have a conversation about working together. 
You can reach me at jess at jessratcliffe.com. And if there's something in you that feels like, yeah, I want to have a conversation, send me an email, say hello, and we'll take it from there. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next time for another episode of the Unleash Your Extraordinary podcast.